This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, a statement from Boeing. Boeing continues to have full confidence in the safety of the 737 MAX. However, after consultation with the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, the U.S. National Transportation Safety Board, and aviation authorities and its customers around the world, Boeing has determined... Out of an abundance of caution and in order to reassure the flying public of the aircraft safety to recommend to the FAA the temporary suspension of operations of the entire fleet, entire global fleet of 371, 737 MAX aircraft. So the U.S. has grounded those planes. That came shortly after Canada made the decision today to ground those planes. Joining us for some reaction is Gambor Lukacs, who is founder and coordinator of Air Passenger Rights. Gambor, thanks for joining us. You're welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Uh, so your reaction to the announcement today from uh, Transport Minister Mark Garneau? We are delighted by this decision. It was the right thing to do. Uh, do you think it should have been made sooner? Uh, not necessarily. I would confess that on Monday when I was first turning my mind to this matter, uh, my reaction was also to wait and see until there's further evidence. So it is a very hard call, hard decision to make because you are making decisions without having most of the evidence before you. You just see some superficial similarities between the incidents, and you have to decide whether you are going to pull the plug on something that causes significant disruption to the public, significant cost to the airlines, but perhaps may save lives. So I, I don't envy the transport minister for having to, had to deal with this. And uh, I feel that it, the right balance was struck. There have obviously been concerns expressed by air travelers. It sounds as though in recent days there have been a lot of calls to both Air Canada and WestJet, people looking to change or cancel flights that were on these planes. And how much of this has to be based on, on the evidence, Gamble, but also how much of this has to be based on, you know, the, the concern of the traveling public? Uh, you know, it, I think that in many ways the, the combative approach that Air Canada and WestJet have taken in this matter has been, in my mind, a significant factor that's made more and more support grounding the aircraft. What I said yesterday is that that what Transport Minister could have done and perhaps should have done is tell the airlines, either you are going to allow passengers to change their flights or get a, a refund without any penalty for those flights that are operated by the 737 MAX 8, or we are going to ground the aircraft. So given that airlines have not been willing to do what bad people wanted and, and they were forcing passengers to fly on that aircraft even against the passengers, against what they may feel comfortable with, it really left no other option but to ground the, 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 the uh, aircraft. Well, anybody now traveling after today's announcement doesn't have to worry about that, but uh, it does sound as though that there were people who did get charged a fee for canceling or changing their flights should those fees have been waived. Absolutely. 
to charge people fees for those was wrong, and passengers who were affected by this should go back to the airline and insist that the airline reimburse them for those fees. People who were uh, canceling their fees or, or even some people who chose just not to fly because they were too afraid of it should go back to the airline and tell them, hey, we didn't want to fly on that particular aircraft. Now give us back the fees. So going forward, this is likely to mean some disruption as uh, the airlines scramble to right to to have planes to cover these routes. So that that is going to mean some disruption for travelers. Uh, but is is that something that people are just going to have to accept? For the next forty eight hours, I suggest that people think of it as a big snowstorm. It is outside of the airlines' control. We have to be happy that this decision was made by the government. It was the right decision to make. And for the short term, we just have to live with it. The airlines will have to rebook passengers on other flights, but they don't owe passengers compensation. Uh, they don't owe passengers hotel or meals. If after 48 hours, the airlines are still blaming this cancellation, they keep blaming it for days and weeks to come, that will be a whole separate issue that they cannot do, in my opinion. The airlines cannot indefinitely blame uh, weather for, for something like this. The same way they cannot blame weather, they cannot blame grounding of aircraft for something like this. They will have to find other solutions. They will have to recalculate their, their traffic. They will have, may have to uh, rent high aircraft, what is called wet lease, possibly, to make up for the missing aircraft. So what's a reasonable time for, for them to, to adjust to all of this? I would say the first landmark is 48 hours. I would like to see what happens after 48 hours. Uh, after 48 hours, I, I would say that for the next 48 hours, I would accept that, that the airlines are scrambling without further explanation. If it lasts for longer than 48 hours, I would want a very clear explanation from the airlines what they have done to, to make up for the missing aircraft and, and why things are not back to normal. Uh, certainly within one week, things should be reasonably back to normal. The, the, no, you, you have aircraft around the world. You can rent, you can hire, you can lease, perhaps with the crew, other aircraft. All right. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming days. Do you think, uh, though, some some lessons have been learned here by uh, by the airlines, by the the administrators, by regulators in terms of how to respond to these kinds of situations? One of the main lessons here, I would say, that airlines should learn is not to be so incredibly combative when there is a public concern. Uh, I would feel that 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 made things worse, and and uh, I wonder if the government would have grounded aircraft if airlines have been taking a more liberal approach and saying, well, if you want to cancel or want to rebook on a different flight which doesn't operate those, those aircraft, then we will sh- do it for you for free. All right. Well, uh, more at um, the website, which is airpassengerrights.ca. Gabor, thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Take care. That is uh, Gabor Lukacs, who is the founder and coordinator of Air Passenger Rights, airpassengerrights.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.